You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Gentlemen, start your engine! Triangle Tire, Tires for Life presents Dave's Corner Garage. The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed can sometimes be accompanied by hand gestures, which your sister may find offensive, but you think are hilarious. There's one in every family. Buckle in, everyone. It's time to get this show on the road. Time for Dave's Corner Garage, your Saturday morning joyride on Zoomer Radio. Got a car query? Call now, 416-360-0740 or toll free at 1-866-740-4740. That's serious, Al. Thank you very much, and I appreciate that, you being the uh, the Roger Penske of the car ownership teams. How are you? <laughs> I'm good, Al. How are you? Good, good, good. Brian may sound a little bit different um, because he's he's in Detroit City, in a motor city right now, and uh, he's at his race shop. Brian, go ahead. Uh, well, we're, you know, we're hanging out here. We're, uh, we're having a, a launch party for our, uh, our race team, and, um, you know, we don't talk about it that much on, on the show, but uh, we are Detroit's home team. We're the only um, racing team based in the metro Detroit area, and what's cool is we are at the Detroit Grand Prix in, uh, in June, so uh, we're hoping to drive our race cars from the race shop down to the, uh, the racing circuit, maybe with a police escort, that kind of stuff, instead of doing the old uh, throw it on the race, uh, race trailer and, and bring them down. So we're going to have some fun but uh, yeah, unfortunately i couldn't be in the studio today so we're doing it by uh the uh the technology way yes it sounds great and uh, i'm i'm glad to hear it's working out for you you know you're just, again the next roger penske i'm so impressed that i could i could turn back and say i knew brian went well you want his autograph or what <laughs> I, little... I can get you my autograph next saturday Al. And, and the bonus is too that brian drives these cars eh he's not I'm not it just it just doesn't have my name on the side, but I actually drive the car. Yeah, I, I spent about five hours in the car on uh, on Monday breaking it in. It's uh, you know the race cars are a little different than uh, than road cars, and they do need some break in uh, to do it properly. And and uh, you know there's a mechanical break in, and then we have to validate all the electronics as well. So we had a we had a team. We didn't have our full crew, but we had about six people there uh, to look after the car. So it's it's it's. I mean, we race in a professional series, so we race in uh, IMSA Michelin Pilot Challenge with uh, a pair of AMG GT4s, and uh, they're they're fun. They're fun to drive but they're very complex and expensive machines. All right. Well, we're wondering, you know, we got Mark Silverman who's going to be on the show with us. I, I don't, Mark wasn't actually a mechanic, but, but he certainly has been a service manager for many, many years. A uh, bunch of different Ford dealers right now. He's at Young Steels. He's going to be coming on with us and talking about how Ford is, you know, they, they're looking to attract more business. And, and what they found is a lot of people like the at-home kind of service on their vehicles. Can't blame them. You just sit on your 
button, you call somebody to come and do it, right? <laughs> well, so. a- absolutely. That's, that's kind of what I like. And, you know, when, when Genesis launched in Canada, especially, that was kind of their model. So they didn't even have a dealer network set up. So you could you could not only buy the car from them, but anytime you need service, they bring a car to you and they take away your car and then they bring it back when it's done. So that kind of service is, is coming. And Ford's in the middle of this transformation as well to a lot of EVs. So that's happening. Um, we've got uh, Dave McLean from uh, the Canadian International Auto Show coming up as well because that starts next week. That's very exciting. And uh, we've also got Nadia Matos from the CAA going to be talking about CAA Plus Prime and, and, you know, the great memberships that they have and all the services that they provide. And a winner. You're going to announce a winner. Yes, we are. (laughs) All right. Brian, you you, uh, get into the pits for a minute and uh, go have a a drink, pee, whatever you got to do. And uh, we'll be right back. This is Dave's Corner Garage. Back to Dave's Corner Garage. I'm Brian Max, not in studio with Alan Gelman, and uh, Steve's also in studio for some strange reason. Not quite sure. But, hey, uh, hey, 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 hey! I can take <laughs> I can take your Skype link off in a heartbeat. <laughs> uh, that's true. It canceled the internet over here. I did take a pit stop, by the way, Al. I went to get some coffee over in the in the kitchen. Well, that's good. Actually, Steve came just in case. You know, for example. You know, you had a vehicle breakdown, and you actually had to get underneath the car, and you got too busy. So, uh, but thankfully, nobody hit the, uh, you know, the uh, the safer barrier, and uh, the car's still in one piece. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, speaking of hitting things, potholes right now are bad. Right, uh, they're horrible. In fact, the city, I, I, I guess, I guess it's partially because of you know this freeze thaw we've had lately. Eh? It was about minus twenty two weeks ago. And now we're into plus temperatures, and it must be just blowing out that asphalt. I mean, I came along to Gardner this morning, and you know, I hit two biggies myself. And, uh, you know, I, people think that, I think there's this kind of fallacy that the city will reimburse you if you do that, okay? They will, provided that you meet all their rules and regs, but nobody can ever do that, okay? They've got a big list of, this is how you have to do it, and nobody can ever do that. Can you imagine, buddy, going to measure how deep the potholes in the middle of the Gardner Expressway and get winged by another car? That wouldn't be too safe. It eh? happens, though. These guys get hit. I mean, uh, it's dangerous, yeah. You might as well just take a a bottle, uh, you know, take a bag of cold mix and fill the pot, the spot yourself at that point. Um, Yeah, it'd be be easier than than fighting with the city to get uh, get your costs covered. Oh, exactly. And you know, it's if if you're if you're lucky, you know, maybe it's just an alignment and a wheel balance, but. You know, so you're looking at a hundred, two hundred dollars for that, but you know, start taking out a tire and a wheel, and then actual s- structural components. You know, you're looking at thousands of dollars. I I saw a claim once where the whole transmission was broken because the drive shaft was pushed right into the tranny from the hit. Oh, that's awful. Yeah, but, I mean that that's several thousand dollars at that point. Oh, exactly. You're about five, six grand. You'd probably write a car off, believe it or not. Yeah, yeah, easily. Easily, you know, we were talking earlier, Al. One of the one of the things I find fascinating, mm-hmm. uh, especially right now, is GM is investing in V8s rather than you know just EVs. So they want to make sure that they've got V8s for their trucks going forward. That's weird, I guess. So there are people, who, let's say, I won't call them knuckle draggers, but people who you know like the old style technology and they want to make sure it continues, eh? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, with with trucks, I mean, sure, there's there's some people who buy trucks because they just love the size of the truck. But 
a lot of truck buyers buy them because they need them for work. And, you know, little tiny engines don't work in in pickups right now. You know, if you get a, a big torque EV8, that's exactly what you need. And uh, it, it's nice to see GM making that investment to make sure that, uh, that their V8s continue. Well, I guess, you know, I mean, everybody's talking electric and they think that the whole world would be battery powered but but apparently there's not an ever-ending source of lithium no you know not unless we go explore an asteroid that we know to have lithium on it there is not enough lithium on this planet to accomplish the goals of various governments around the world so while we talk about this ev mandate in canada and maybe in the u.s uh, to a certain extent as well in europe the manufacturers are already pushing back with those regulations because they're like guys we can't we can't meet these timelines it's it's just not possible so i think eventually that's going to happen here and you know like gm continuing developing their their v8s and manufacturing their v8s is you know maybe a subtle message that that gasoline powered cars are going to continue for a long time and and you know evs aren't going to be here they're not going to take over and and uh, it's it is absolutely true i have a friend in the mining business uh serious uh mining business and there is simply not a r- enough rare earths to make uh enough electric vehicles that governments want to mandate just not going to happen well and, and you know you always talked about how inexpensive it was to charge yours up eh? like you would get yeah. fleet cars electric fleet cars to test you know at the back Mach-E and some other ones and you said well mm-hmm. only it only cost me five bucks to top you know fill the whole tank so to speak but apparently in europe um their electric prices are like 10 times what ours are so there's no advantage for them to use it no, not at all. And you know what I uh, I found interesting. I was, I was speaking with uh, with a friend of mine over there, and on their mobile fast charging network, to get you know whatever sixty, seventy, eighty percent of a charge, it costs him forty or fifty euros when he's on the road. And at that point, it that it's no longer more economical to operate an EV. Right. I mean, because that, that, the whole point was, because you're paying so much more for the vehicle in the first place, right? The only saving grace was, well, it would cost you almost nothing to operate, but that's really not the truth anymore. And uh, besides the fact that they keep hiding that behind them, they think there's enough infrastructure here now, and we all know that there really isn't. I mean, we've had brownouts before there were EVs. Yeah, that's absolutely true. And, um, you know, if you if you actually do the math and you know, there are very few sort of back to back comparisons that you can do. But I did one a little while ago with the Kia Soul EV. It's just sold in Canada. And I think it's sixty thousand dollars is the EV. But the gasoline version is thirty thousand dollars. So they basically do the same thing. And if you I, I hear we're we're uh, we're fading out, so we will uh, we will be back shortly with Nadia Matos from CAA to talk about uh, plus memberships. Yeah, I got a good question from her too. Eh, want to know like if if the plus membership asked what kind of car and what it's powered by, it may make a difference. Stick around and find out. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage. I'm Brian Max, not in studio with my pal Alan Gellman and uh, interloper Stephen Scheiman, but we have Nadia Matos on the line from CAA. Nadia, how are you? Good morning, everyone. I'm doing well. Excellent. Um, you know, we've been giving away memberships. Hey, eh, Steve, we've got a contest going on? Yep. We're going to give one, uh, another one away before the day, before the morning is out. One every week until the end of February. Yes, we're going to talk about CAA Plus memberships. And, and, I mean, you have 
how, what is there, three different levels of membership now, right? That's correct. I mean, you, you have, uh, actually, I'll say you have four memberships, really. You have an a la carte membership, which doesn't involve roadside, but does have a lot of our benefits and, uh, you know, rewards partners. Mm-hmm. You have your basic, your plus, and your premier. Okay. Maybe you want to explain the difference between them all. Sure. I mean, the a la carte, as you mentioned, doesn't involve roadside. The basic, you have four uh, service calls with a distance of 10 kilometers per each. A plus, you have four service calls, but it jumps up to 200 kilometers. And the premier, you have five service calls uh, with a towing distance of 320 kilometers on one call and 200 kilometers on four calls. Really, it depends on what you, you know, what you're looking for, but we really do recommend the plus as the best value for a CA membership. Right, and and of course, it, I I always think about well, how good or bad is your car, and how old is it? I mean, if somebody has a relatively new car and they're not really concerned about breakdowns, then maybe they just want to go with the basic one. But um, you know, if you've got it something. Possible. It is possible, but everybody can get a flat tire, and everybody can have an unexpected situation happen, or a windshield wiper, or a windshield, something that happens to it. And really, it's about evaluating, you know, what type of a drive are you doing? Are you working from home? Well, maybe you just need a basic membership. Are you someone who is commuting or who loves road trips or perhaps has a cottage away? Well, you know, those 200 kilometers are going to safely get the majority of people in the GTA and in southern Ontario back to where they're going. No, 100%. I've had lots of calls or emails from people who are at the cottage, either going up or coming back, and something happened. And... You know, especially if you've got some high-tech car that, you know, somebody out in the boonies maybe not all that familiar with, um, you, you know, and people feel more comfortable with who they're dealing with normally anyways. So, you know, they want it towed all the way back to Toronto. So this way it'll save the money. But, but anybody can get, even on any of the memberships, you do get the fuel delivery, do you get the lockout, you do get the battery services. Is that right? Yes, for the ones that for the memberships that have roadside involved, you do get free emergency fuel delivery, um, depending on you know the the uh, fuel cost that's going on. Uh, but um, those are definitely included. All three level of uh, memberships also have uh, CA bike assist as well, which means if your bike breaks down, you can call CAA, and one of your calls can goes towards that. A bike assist program and you get a, a ton of other perks and discounts like you get free canadian passports with a plus membership and a premier p- membership um and um you get uh, savings and discounts with shop shop with ca.com um as well so uh lots of different things for you to you know to kind of explore with the ca membership yeah that sounds great brian uh, well, I think one of the things that uh, people will appreciate uh, with a, with a Plus membership is the benefit of saving three cents a liter on fuel at Shell stations. Yeah, that uh, that is now for members who have the Plus membership, and really, that's such a great benefit because you know there are so many costs right across the board that we're all dealing with, and just to have a little bit of that edge taken off of your fuel, it can add up at the end of the year. You can be looking at some good significant savings. So, um, you know, I know that I have been going to Shell, and it's premium, you know, gas as well for the vehicle, and so um, I've been going to Shell a lot uh, a lot more now when we have the CA uh, members can save these three cents per liter. So it's a great benefit there as well. 
Now, do question? In, in the old days, everybody had four, six, or eight-cylinder gasoline cars. Now we've got different vehicles on the road. Does has CAA had any issues in terms of, you know, how to deal with electronic electric cars, or you know, whether it's to service them or pick them up and deliver them, anything at all, or you guys are good with it? Well, even when you have an electric vehicle, sometimes things can happen, and so with that, you need a tow. So again, even if you are with a, a CA, you know, you have a CA membership, and you think, well. Uh, maybe I don't need it, but, you know, things can happen, um, and that's why we recommend, you know, having a CAA membership, of course. A plus is going to be the best value for you, even if you have an electric vehicle. Things can happen. Exactly. I mean, it's not like, you know, your tow truck shows up with a $5, a five-gallon can of gas. It's not going to help you if you've got an electric car. No, but they will tell you to get back to where you're, uh, you're needing to go and, uh, and, and make sure that uh, the vehicle arrives safe and sound. Now, you guys also tow in case of collisions, is that right? Um, typically, we, uh, we, we have towed in the past with collisions. Typically, not. Um, it's mostly breakdowns that we deal with. Uh-huh. Uh, that's because of, you know, there may be police involved, different kind of elements, different rules on the road, that kind of thing. So, um, primarily, the bulk of our uh, work is done when the car breaks down. So, if you have a battery that doesn't work, You've got a flat tire. Um, there's some sort of mechanical thing. Perhaps even your windshield wiper uh, is broken and your visibility is gone. That's when, you know, we kind of really are there. Although we do show up sometimes, if it's a CA member, for collisions. Um, the bulk of our calls tends to be when things go wrong. All right, Nadia, thank you for making that very clear. Did you get the uh, the windshield wiper pun? we got to run caasco.com if you need more information, or if you're local, you can call 905-771-3000. Nadia, thank you very much. Have a great weekend. Thanks. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. Welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage. I'm Brian Max, not in studio here in sunny Birmingham, Michigan. Alan Gelman, Steve Scheiman are in the studio and hopefully looking good as they normally do. But we have Dave McLean from the Canadian International Auto Show on the phone. Dave, how are you? Hey, I'm doing great. Uh, extremely well at this point in time. It's an exciting time for us at the auto show, finally. Dave, it started got- in 74. How old are you? Uh, how old am I? I'm 59. I'm oh, 59. so you were a baby. A younger than you. You were a baby when the first show started. <laughs> Yeah, I've been here 28 years working with the uh, the Trillium Automobile Dealers Association, and more specifically the auto show. So I've seen a lot. There are a lot of, uh, uh, you know, recognizing and, and uh, witnessing the evolution of the auto industry over that time and how manufacturers react to their, you know, to the opportunity that's presented to them for consumer engagement. It's really been interesting. Well, it's exciting. You know, we were, we were parked for, what, two years or three years? Uh, to, well, we've missed two years. This is uh, the last event. We were the last event globally that got in in 2020. And uh, this is the, the, the first uh, first year back. I think I remember I mentioned it when we were on, when we were at the last show and saw these people like wiping stuff down. And we went, what are these people doing? Yeah. <laughs> they knew something at that point. Brian? Yeah. Yeah, there was very well, little known, but there was, there was information uh, uh, just prior to the show. Uh, it's a it's a it's a different time now. I think everybody's excited to get back to the auto show. I'm certainly excited by dropping in next week. That's going to be fantastic. What uh, we we we've had you on before and uh, talked a little bit about what's uh, what's new for 2023. But what else is going on? I mean, beyond we we know you can drive EVs and there's a lot of activations. But what else is coming up? 
Well, I think the auto show, one of the things that the, the hallmark of the auto show is the content that we put together beyond uh, the new cars and light trucks that are available from the manufacturers mm-hmm. in Canada. And this year, really, to, to stimulate the interest of consumers, to show them the diversity of the auto industry, we've got all kinds of different features. Features from Auto Exotica, uh, which is really a fan favorite, showing the different exotic vehicles that are available in the Canadian marketplace. And that collection has doubled in size this year. So it, we have moved it to the south building. Uh, it was previously in the lower level of the north building. So we've got a lot more open space, a lot more opportunity for people to get a up-close and uh, you know, front-and-center look at uh, what they potentially dream about or potentially will own one day. Um, we've got, uh, you have, I guess, one of the great features is uh, Cobble Beach. That they take care of our classics. And this year, the Cobble Beach is presenting 75 years of Porsche. So a very, very interesting display for port, not just Porsche enthusiasts, but people who are uh, classic enthusiasts. And um, each year, we, we tend to hallmark a, a, a particular brand. And this year, uh, Cobble Beach is focusing on uh, 75 years of Porsche. So there's some great vehicles that they'll be able to see, very rare vehicles. Um, you know, the, uh, the, uh, the Porsche 917 is uh, one of the rarest vehicles in North America that we're bringing in. It's actually owned by a Canadian, so that's exciting, too. Uh, we've got 50 years of Hot Wheels. Uh, this is something that's interesting because it, there's a, the whole a contest attached to this, too, where you can uh, enter your Hot Wheel car and, and um, there's a juxtaposition of Hot Wheels over the last 50 years and those cars that have resonated with Hot Wheels. So it's, it's going to be an interesting feature. Uh, and, of course, something that was really big in, in 2019 was the uh, we did a global deal with Lego Group, and they brought in the, uh, at the time, it was a Bugatti uh, that was built uh, strictly of Lego pieces. And uh, this year, we were actually approached by the Lego Group, and uh, we are introducing the Lego Technic Lamborghini Sion FKP37. I think they said it's something like 880 hours uh, producing this and over 400,000 pieces of Lego Technic brand. So that's going to be uh, a big fan favorite. And uh, then we go to some of our stalwarts like Oblivion, the sort of the pop culture icons from the 80s uh, automotive design. Who would have thought that the 80s would one day be uh, an appealing uh, sort of classic feature for automotive enthusiasts? But it certainly has taken off at our event. And uh, we're really looking forward to seeing how that's received. But there's goes, it goes on and on and on. I'm just touching the, uh, scratching the surface, really. I mean, when you talk about what Rev TV's doing there, uh, Rochelle, the Mississauga-based manufacturer of smart armored vehicle, has a display, and we all know how important that is, considering what's going on globally. Again, another Canadian success story. But all of these different features are happening at the Canadian International Auto Show. But the biggest thing, I think, this year is really going to show people where the industry is headed, the evolution of the auto industry in the last three years and, and the, 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 uh, the direction towards electrification. And uh, if people have any questions, I mean, Electric City in the North Building is where they can get all of their answers. It's not about a particular model. It's about the electrification that surrounds ownership of, uh, of an electric vehicle. So there are all kinds of people, exhibits, displays there. Uh, people can learn more about uh, ownership of uh, electric vehicles, about electrification in general. Uh, and it's, uh, it's 30,000 square feet in the North Building. And then probably one of the biggest and most exciting uh, opportunities for consumers in the North Building will be Camp Jeep. It's the first time it's been seen in Canada. And Stellantis is bringing Camp Jeep to the Canadian International Auto Show, and along with the test drive pilot, you'll be able to test the rigors and uh, see how a Jeep performs in off-road experience right on the floor of the auto show. Oh, wow. But, but a test drive pilot. So you, in other words, you're in the passenger seat, Correct. In that particular one, you're in the passenger seat. In the EV test track, is, you know, that we've got, that I think you have already talked about, 
Uh, we got 70,000 square foot EV test track in the South Building, and you can actually drive the vehicles yourself. You will have, be accompanied by a co-pilot, but it's your opportunity to test drive uh, the new electric vehicles available in the Canadian market. Uh, there'll be 18 different models on display, and not just display, but uh, uh, engaged for operation and presentation during this particular feature over the 10 days of the event. I think that's great because, you know, so many people are thinking, like, it must drive like a golf cart or something, but it doesn't. And um, it's different, but at the same way, it, it's great. I mean, in terms of, like, Brian has let me drive ones that he's brought down to the station here. Um, I couldn't believe the size of the Cocos. I mean, the, the, the power that that thing had was unbelievable. Yeah, it's instant- instantaneous. I mean, they're the operating characteristics of, a, of an EV are totally different from an internal combustion engine. And people, you know, they need to get exposed to what this, you know, what this looks like. And, and, and how does it fit with their personal mobility requirements? Like, is it something that works for them? Is it, are they ready to buy an electric vehicle now? I mean, there are all kinds of questions they have, and it goes beyond range anxiety. It's not just about how far can I get with this car in one charge. It's, it's how long does it take to charge it up? How much does it cost to charge it up? Uh, what happens if, if eventually I have to replace this power plant? How much does that cost? But probably one of the more important questions is what's the residual value of this vehicle after four years if I keep it that long? I mean, these are big questions that people have uh, for manufacturers, and, and uh, they're looking to get answers so that they can make their decision uh, for their next uh, you know, uh, mobility uh, uh, requirement. Right. Yeah, it's it's you know I'm I'm fortunate to test all of these things and I get questions all the time about the EV uh, experience. I don't own one, but I've got a charger at home and I know all about the charging networks and and you know for the most part I drive EVs like a normal car without compromise. But there's a big learning curve to go from driving a gasoline powered car to an EV. That's for sure. And I think it's I think it's great what you're doing to educate car buyers. Yeah, it's, it's, it's something that's important because we always talk about the presentation of the auto industry and all of its diversity and the creation of the total automotive experience. And we, we put a platform together and invite manufacturers to participate. But when they participate, there's a minimum expectation on our part as well. And so uh, we've got a great presentation list this year of manufacturers. Certainly not all of the manufacturers are participating, but we've got more than, I think, 70% of all new vehicles sold in Canada will be represented in, uh, at the show. For people who have mobility issues, you're going to have some displays about uh, those kind of vehicles and, and the, you know, the, how they've been modified as well, correct? Yeah, absolutely. There's, uh, it's, it's, uh, Universal Motion has put together a feature at the auto show, six vehicles highlighting the support available uh, to those people in our society who find themselves, I guess, challenged by their mobility and, and uh, gives a, a sort of a much broader presence to, and attention to this critical service that's, a, that's available. And, uh, you know, a lot of the times it's just something that's put in the back. And they say, well, you know, we've got a mobility solution for those that are challenged. And it's, uh, you know, it's on the 700 level and behind the escalators. But there's so much to talk about. And this is a front and center manufacturer exhibit at the Auto Show this year. All right. So the show starts on Friday the 17th, correct? It starts Friday the 17th at 12 noon. It's open every day from 10.30 a.m. after that till 10 p.m. Of course, on closing Sunday, the following Sunday, the 26th, we'll close at 10 p.m. But the best way, as I say every year to you guys, the best way to plan your experience down at the Auto Show is to go to autoshow.ca. You can buy your tickets there. You can see what's, uh, what's you know, plan your way down to the show, see what's of particular interest to you, because mm-hmm. it's, you know, 650,000 square feet of automotive excitement. All right, and... Uh but not a whole lot of parking, so take the TTC. Well, public transit's always the best way to get get around downtown. It has nothing to do with automobiles. It has to do with your own, you know, saving your own time. <laughs> and uh, certainly uh, it's it's not a coincidence that we're at the Metro Toronto Convention Centre, one of the nicest venues in the city, obviously. But 
It's serviced by uh, by both Go and TTC, and uh, they take you right into the show. Exactly. Couldn't be in a better place. Dave, thank you very much. Good luck at the show. Hopefully we'll All talk right. again soon. Great. Good. Thanks for having me on. Okay, You're guys. very Bye. welcome. 50 years. Very exciting. This is Dave's Corner Garage. After the break, we're going to be back with Mr. Excitement himself, Mark Silverman. Welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage. I'm Brian Max, not in studio with Alan Gelman and Steve Scheiman. And on the phone with us is Mark Silverman from Young Steel's Ford. And Mark, as I understand, Ford's got some different ideas about servicing their vehicles going forward. Yeah, Brian. Uh, first of all, good morning, boys. Good morning. Um, yeah, well, it's not only Ford. I think it's the, it's the manufacturers uh, out there in general. Uh, looks like we're going to be going to, uh, uh, if we can, pick up and delivery and potentially uh, mobile repair. The mobile repair being what? They're going to fix it at my house? Yes. Okay. They're suggesting that we outfit a... Now, you know what? This has all come about in, in the advent of uh, the electric because uh, the electric is a big thing now. And, and I guess to preface everything, the, the, the industry is probably going through a transition like we did, Alan, back when uh, they took carburetors away and put fuel injection in. And, and it was a whole new gamut, a whole new world of how things were going to happen. There was many different types of that. Well, we're going into a transition with electric now, very similar to what that was. You, you feel that this is, is this going to give you a gas pain? I'm sorry? Is this going to give you gas pain? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that means you're going to have to outfit a vehicle uh, with tools and, 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 and equipment and, and, a, and a trained service tech as well. And uh, but, but question, though, I mean, you know, a lot of times you don't know what kind of parts you need before you get there. No, I think, Alan, um, first of all, our weather is not conducive. I mean, we can't send a technician out at 40 below zero and expect them to find out what's wrong with the car. I mean, it, it sounds good. It works probably good in the southern states, but uh, it would mainly be electronic stuff. So if uh, you took the phone call and the guy said, well, you know, I got an engine light on, the car still runs, uh, you know, it might be more in that kind of repair versus a brake job or, you know, an oil change or something like that. Now, you know, you guys know there's many guys out there with this tire stuff. They're showing up in your driveway, changing sure. tires. There's there's guys out there now trying to do mobile uh, lubrication and oil changes. Right. Um, quite frankly, um, and I should know, but I don't. I don't know how successful they are. Um, uh, you know, with our weather conditions, basically, that's the only uh, the only holdback. But the whole transition of electric vehicles is changing the way we're going to do business, and that includes mobile service and pickup and delivery. Well, uh, you know, you're talking about diagnostics, and and because of you know the progress we've made, um, with I know with certainly with Tesla, I'm I'm imagining with Ford too. Can you not over the airwaves? you know, read someone's diagnostic code in their car in their driveway rather than having to go and plug in a scan tool? Uh, not yet. Okay, but we can't be far away. We're, oh, oh, no, no, we're not far away. We, I mean, uh, it, like I said, it's a transition. Do you remember we went from the carburetor to single-port injection and then multi-port injection? And, right. And this is what we're starting. We're starting with the beginning. We're, we, we are, thank God, Alan, you and I are getting out soon, but... Um, this is what's happening. It's all transitioning into electric. And now, when an electric car breaks and a customer comes in, 
and we give them a loaner, which is not an electric, well, there's a whole thing. Oh, I don't want to pay for fuel. I don't. Want to fuel. <laughs> really? Oh yeah, you have no idea. So uh, it's a learning curve for everybody. Um, I highly recommend, or I will tell you that Ford Motor Company for sure, and that's the one I know for sure, is putting a lot of stuff behind this. And uh, all the dealers, we have to enroll in EV programs, um, and they're not cheap. Um, as a matter of fact, I just ordered a charger, which will charge the vehicle in 45 minutes, mm-hmm. huh. from 0 to 80%. But the charger is $125,000. Yeah, but someone on your salary, that's not a big deal. No, yeah, it's not me and you, Al. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brian, you're there? Yeah, I, I, I'm still here. And, uh, you know, what, what's happening now, I mean, Tesla Tesla has these, the, you know, their cars are interconnected and all this stuff with their network and all that stuff. But with most other manufacturers like Ford, um, they they will update over the air. But that's as as far as things go right now. But those over the air updates are still meaningful to the to the customer, to the the owner of the car. But eventually, what'll happen over the next few years is they they will see that connectivity where the the dealer can yeah. um, connect to the car, see what's up, or or actually have a report generated that uh, that's done all automatically. So it's it's all coming just on the well, cusp you know of that. I think what we find now is when we tell a customer, you know, you can update that sync system. Or you can update, and they've had this for years. You can update this system yourself. You can download uh, off the computer, put it in your car. We've had this for a long time. However, the customers are saying, well, I'm not a computer guy. I don't know how to do that. Mm-hmm. And they're worried. So um, there is some technology out there that, of course, you can download and install yourself. But for the most part, we're not able to connect yet mobile like from well, while you're driving and we just want to dial in your VIN and connect to your car we can't do that yet why well, is it more a privacy issue uh, I think more of a safety issue if you ask me okay I mean if we're if we're capable of dialing in uh, then some hackers capable of dialing in and potentially doing harm yeah I guess I mean at this but at the same time I mean the system could be set up to say just like how my my you know my nav goes stupid in the car when it knows you're in gear right you could say you could do the download provided the car is either off or for sure in the park position so you could see yeah, that correct I, I would imagine that that's all coming we're all learning mm-hmm. every day is a learning curve with electric but I will tell you there's so many hundreds of millions and billions of dollars being invested in this it's here to stay and uh, we just have to uh, figure it out ourselves as we go along. Well, listen, and if you want the business, you've got to compete with other people who are offering these services. You're, you're obviously going to have to do them as well. Correct. But you know what? The quality has to be there, too. The people that are offering the services. Some guy coming to my driveway to put my tires on. Uh, I'd be interested to know what his certification is, if any. Right. And, uh, you know, he's got a business and more power to him. But at the end of the day... Um, we are, and, and including yourselves and you guys in the in the aftermarket, we are educated, we're skilled, and uh, these are the people that you need to be working on these high technical cars now. All right, Mark up at Young Steel's Ford. They do have vehicles. You got some Mach E's, you got some 150s, you got some Lightnings. It sounds exciting. It's very exciting, very exciting. But you know what? We'd like to get rid of them. So if anybody's interested. Uh, by all means, look us up, and uh, perhaps we can do something for you. There you go. Just say, I know I'm a friend of Mark. You get a special price. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Do Mark. That at the bank too. You can do that at the bank too. <laughs> better be carrying a gun though. Uh, Mark, thank you very much. Have yourself a great weekend. All right, Alan. Take care, Steve. Brian, be well. All right, and we'll be back right after this break. Welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage. I'm Brian Max, not in studio with my pals Alan Gellin and Steve Scheiman, who are in studio, and it is time to announce our. Oh, we lost oh, them. There you yeah. go. We lost them. Brian, you back? I, I'm here. If you can hear me, yeah. Go yeah, ahead, sir. Go ahead. It is. Uh, it is time to announce our next winner of a CAA Plus membership. Hang, hang on, on, hang on. We got a drum roll here. <laughs> okay. All right. What's the winner there? The winner is Joel Pearson of Mississauga. All right, he's the winner of a CAA Plus membership. And uh, we want to thank Natty, of course, for coming on and telling us all about it. There's some, so many great things. And, and, of course, you know, the insurance, too. Dave loved the insurance and the savings. My place. Not, 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 so, not so much the, the insurance, but the cost savings that he had was amazing, eh? Well, it's, it's also, uh, there's so many different venues besides the advantages of CAA Plus. And I just want to jump in for a second and thank everybody We've had hundreds of entries, and starting today, you can go to davescornergarage.com and uh, look at the contest link and enter, because we're going to give away another CAA Plus membership next Saturday. So we've got two more to give away, and why not? Should be you. Right. And should be you. Or, well, or you. if it's free, of course, it's worth it. But if even if you if you don't win and you want to join, by all means, you ought to. you got an older car and you got a cottage that you're going up to. You don't want to be stuck, you know, in Barrie and going, where the hell am I going to get a car fixed in Barrie? Barrie. Know? What about if you're in McDougal or Nerthen, Perry Sound, and anywhere, right. Cinnaboyne Park? Well, that's <laughs> Winnipeg, right? <laughs> or you could be coming back from a Super Bowl party tomorrow and going, well, I lost a lot of money, so I'm, <laughs> I need a CAA Plus membership now. Brian, are you the type of guy that puts gas in your car when it's halfway, or do you wait until it's empty? I, I'm, you know, I gen, well, I, you know, I have weird habits, but uh, yeah, I, I would probably, I wait till it's below a quarter, even in the winter. Ooh, oh, so you, you don't just wait for the light to come on. Uh, I, I kind of wait, you know, mostly for the light to come on. You know, it's just uh-huh. it's just how it is. And, you know, I, I uh, you know, for, for me, the, the, the car is inside. It's warm at night during the, the winter. I don't really have to worry about that too much. And, and my cars generally don't live outside too much. So uh, I'm, I'm OK. But in the winter, you got to remember, keep your tank filled, especially in the winter. Now, let's let's equate that back to an electric vehicle, because the, the temperature does make a huge difference. Um could it happen, for example, that you, you, you park the car at night and it says you've got 25%, but then the temperature goes down to minus 25%, you're still going to have that 25% or is it going to drop? You know, Al, that, that is an excellent question, and the answer to that is it will not hold. Oh, really? It won't hold the charge. So you've, it's, it's got to be almost like uh, if you have a quarter tank of gas. So the batteries will actually um, keep the battery pack warm. So they're going to use energy just to keep themselves warm. Well, which is the killer, of course, in the winter overall. That's, that's why, I mean, you need heat in the car. It's not like you've got a radiator and a heater core. You, you've got to do it via, uh, you know, electricity. You get, like, electric heat and blanket. Yeah, it's exactly the same thing. So the, the last EV that I drove, mm-hmm. uh, which was during a cold week not that long ago, uh, was I saw range drop by about 30% of the uh, reported range. Wow. Now, um, 
again, I had a car in yesterday, and, and it showed only 20 kilometers until you're bone dry. Um, is the electric gauge on the on electric car as accurate? Uh, it is, and and what they generally do is they will go into in, into a sort of a mode where it's very reduced power, so that you can stop safely somewhere. So you're not just stuck in the middle lane on the on the freeway. So they will actually uh, power down slowly so you can drive somewhere. But you'll get lots of warnings. I've never done it, but the car will warn you that it is nearly dead. Right, right, and w- in which case, right. But at the same time, it'll show you on your screen where that. The last joint you drove past, idiot. Maybe can you? Do you have enough case to go back there to do it again? I mean, or or get home. I guess you always know how far you are from home. I would think. Yeah, absolutely. They they do that. You know, I've I've run cars down low enough that where I've gotten the uh, the the notification on the uh, on the instrument cluster that says, "Would you like to find the nearest charging station?" And of course, I said, "No, I'm just going home." Actually, I just saw a video on YouTube, and it showed this this old guy out in the country with a with a gas can, and and he was walking up to his Tesla, and the neighbor says, "What the hell are you doing? Like, where's that going to go?" Well, he opened up the trunk, and sure enough, there was a Honda generator in the back of the Tesla <laughs> where he was putting the gas so he could make electricity to get himself home. I, I don't know if they could really do that or not. So with, with let me just jump in, guys, just for a quick question. Somebody just wrote in. So with the EVs being pushed down everybody's throat right now, is it still better? Is it more in, Are you seeing more people buying hybrids just as a backup in case they don't want to go to the EV market completely? I certainly I think the the transition to do that is is much better than going yeah. all electric. Brian, you've driven hybrids, you like them? Yeah, and there's a, there's a lot out there that are that are excellent. There's so many out there that are excellent. Um the one that really impressed me and and I, you know, I I I, I, I'm unbiased about a lot of this stuff, but I really enjoy the uh, Toyota Rav4 Prime. So it's a it's a plug-in hybrid. And it's tuned for performance, not just uh, fuel consumption. So it's a quick little crossover in addition to being efficient. Well, the downside is you've got to wait about two years, I think. To, the line is quite large, isn't it? You're 100% right. If you want to get one, plan on two years. Yes, I won't mention the dealership's name, but a friend of mine had left a deposit for one of those. And he called to find out how the status was, and they went... Oh, we don't have any record of your order. Anyway, oh, anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. So guaranteed it went to the higher bidder, I would think. Yeah, pro- probably. But uh, there, there are several plug-in hybrids out there. Highly recommend them. The great way to – great because you can drive in the city on EVs. Some of them uh, you can drive uh, on, on the freeway on electric as well. So plug-in hybrids are, are a great way to go right now. All right, great. Listen, you have yourself a nice day in Detroit, in the in the Motor City, and um, you know you're going to be dry. You drove or flew? Uh, I drove. Well, it depends how fast you go, eh? Yeah, well, no, I, I, you know what? To be fair, my wife did a lot of the driving because I had to work. Oh, 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 so you were in the passenger seat doing the work, were you? Yeah, I didn't even pay attention. I was just getting some work done. Oh, and I just saw a big old dog walk by the shop here too at the windows. Uh, you got your dog with you there in Detroit? Yeah. Yeah, Monty is here in uh, in Michigan with us, and he's having a great time. All right. We want to thank all our guests, of course, Mark Silverman from Young Steel's Ford. Uh, you hear that? You'll be able to just call him up and say, come get my car, because I don't feel like driving my butt down there. That'll happen one of these days. And, of course, Natty Matos from CAA Prime Plus. Make sure you go to Dave's Corner Garage and sign in. Put your name down, and you could win a free membership. That would Next be great. week, we'll yeah. do it again. And, of course, next Friday, Dave McLean. <laughs> thank you for joining in. The auto show starts, so get your tickets, get down there, 
enjoy the show. It'll it's gonna be, be a good show. One. Yeah. I mean, it's been a long time. Everybody's been waiting for it, and uh, bring it on. It's gonna be a great time. And we have to thank our own personal mechanic behind the board here, Carlos. 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 Cajina. <laughs> Mr. Marathon Man. Brian, have a good weekend down in uh, Detroit, and make sure you get across the border okay. Thanks very much, guys. You have a great weekend yourselves. All right. We'll talk to you next week, everybody. This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM 740.